joking. <laughs> He's not. I am. Anyway, welcome back, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is series two of Golf, Goals and Grapplers. Back. We are back. We are not banned. We have had a little bit of a hiatus. We had mm. a little bit of a break. We smashed through 12 incredible episodes during Series 1. Mm. If you haven't seen all the episodes in Series 1, go check them out. We had a little bit of a break. We thought we'll give our viewers and listeners a break. But we are back in town for Series 2. All, all 75 viewers. And, and that is a fair point, actually. <coughs> Some of our views have absolutely started to rocket. I wonder if that's because we had a bit of hiatus. Probably. Maybe they missed us a little bit. Give chance for people to catch up. Maybe we was putting out too much footage. Yeah, too much content for people to get their teeth into. I mean, I'm not sure anyone misses me, but maybe people do. They don't. Um, Chris, can you put a tiny violin over that little little bit? Oh, God, I know. He's such a victim, isn't he? Stop being a victim. Can we identify (laughs) a massive change? Can we? Yeah. There's been an upgrade to the set. The, well, yeah, I mean, there is that. Look at that. Beautiful picture. Yeah, we've which upgraded is... the set. We've, um, well, I say we. Bullis has bought a table. And yeah. a rug. And a rug. And a rug. Me and Chris have done absolutely nothing to the set, but Bullis has obviously been busy in the last three weeks. I, I would even go as far as to say, there's, there's a bit of a woman's touch here. It's almost like there's a woman that's come into the life and sort of said, you need a bit of you need a bit of character, you need a bit of fluff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no one has to tell me I need a bit of character. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stevie Wonder can fucking see that. Need a bit more fluff on that head, though. <laughs> Fucking heck at you, mate. Not sure about that. Heck at you. I got this trimmed especially. What was you going to say anyway? Was you going to comment on Christian's fucking do-rag head? <laughs> Side party. Mate. You look hair, like Bobby Charlton. Haircut day tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, my, my hair's a bit wild at the minute, so it's going in whatever direction it wants it's to. It's wild. You've got hair like Mr. Bean. I mean, I'll, do you I know, know, do you know with those glasses, glasses on? You, you look like, do you know them things that you buy when you want to be in disguise that's got the nose and the glasses <laughs> and the tash on? That's what you look this like. This tash is real. Yeah, is it real? Yeah, it's real. No, no it's not. It's stuck it's on. Real. It's real. You, you look like I'm... fucking Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I looked really sophisticated. <laughs> This is this is this is to, sh- to show that I'm actually intelligent. I'm you know not what? just I'm not just the daft lad on the pod. Do you know what? I, I could it. take you seriously if you're wearing a suit, but with your hair like that and your glasses like that, and then you've got joggers on, I can't take you serious. Digging the gilet, though, mate. I love a gilet. <coughs> yeah. Is it, it a body warmer or is it a gilet? Mm, or are they two different things? I don't know. I think they're the same thing. Although I will say, like, if I'm playing golf, it's a gilet. Gilet. Uh, and if I'm rocking around town, it's a body warmer. It's a, it's a gilet. gilet. Sounds. Better than it. Of course it does. French. I'd have, I'd have said a gilet, sounds good, a gilet is a thin, a thin layer, and a body warm is a thicker yeah, layer. Yeah, but the that's same a good style. point. This is actually really thin, but it's it's warm. See, I've, yeah. I've been I've been uh, developing knowledge. I mean, that knowledge of clothing sh- should guarantee us a Nike sponsorship deal. Exactly. And I'm all for it. I'll take Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. Exactly. So what's changed about this pod series two? Is any been any fundamental change? Are we just going to talk about the same shit? The, obviously, Bullis is invested in the set. Yeah. Um, Heavily. Yep. We're going to do some different type of content as well as part of Series 2. So we're going to do a few break 90s, a few scrambles out on the golf course. Well, hang on, hang on. Weather can pending. I, can I just stop you there? Yeah, yeah. We're talking break 90s. Yeah, he was playing the scrambles, not in the break <laughs> 90s. He's on about front nine and back nine. <laughs> I mean, you could... Uh, break 90s in the front nine. No, you can, when you, uh, my aim, this is my personal aim, and I'm sure Chris will agree with this, is to get you to break 100 while someone else is there. I mean, that's, that'd be nice. That's not my aim. My aim is to like just be on a road trip somewhere and just rag all his clothes off him and kick him out in Wales or something. <laughs> that's my aim. That's what I really want to do. But there's, yeah, there's no golf as well. I'm yeah. stronger than you. Yeah, yeah, golf as well. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, so there's obviously we're gonna do mix it up with a bit of golf. Obviously, if the weather's good enough, we're gonna get out and film some golf footage. Yep. Um, we put a little break, Nanti, on the other day uh, during our little um, holiday period. But also we've we've we started it at the end of series one, and people really liked it. That so at the end of each podcast, there's gonna be like a little segment, like a little segment that's a different task or a game or a challenge or whatever. So we're gonna add that into the back end of episodes. So even if you know if we've got like I don't know like the girls out there who don't particularly like us droning on about the Premier League, um, then obviously you'll know that the last twenty minutes of this episode will be, you know, a nice little fun segment. Yeah, tune into that at least. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So d- this episode is also sponsored by Brewdog Blackheart once again. We've got an official <coughs> unofficially. We've got an, an official unofficial sponsor. Hang on, yeah. a minute. is it unofficial or is it official? It's officially unofficial. Right, okay. Fine. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So it's our pod. No rules. It's okay. our pod will do what the fuck we want. Okay. So, anyway, we're back. It's episode 1 and in true fashion, golf goals and grapplers. It's episode one. I think it's that time of the season. We're Let's ten games in. I thought you were going to start need... talking about Formula One then. No, definitely not Formula One. No. <coughs> Sorry. We need to do a bit of a pre, not sorry, an in-season review of the Premier League. How is it going so far? Who's surprised you? Who's definitely not surprised you? We'll talk about all of that. We'll talk about all the Premier League. Might even be a little bit of Champions League as well. Yeah. Um, we'll have a quick look at how we're performing in our own fantasy teams as well. I think that would be quite interesting um, to talk about where we've absolutely car crashed that um, and whether we've still got a shout that we're getting some money. <laughs> and then I think um, we'll just talk about some wider football shit as well. I've got, yeah. I've got a question for you boys to start with. Go oh, for here it. we go. It's a, it's a legitimate question. Is the Man United job an impossible job? It's not impossible, it's, but it's yeah. a bit of a poison ivy, isn't it? I think it doesn't help that Ten Hag's come in and brought half of Ajax with him because that just doesn't work, does it? When you bring a load of players from your old club, it's like moving jobs and taking your whole backroom staff with you. It just doesn't work all the time. Is that why Christian didn't take you? Exactly, uh, yeah. Didn't you? Yeah, it just wouldn't work. Different job, different area, just wouldn't work, would it, Yeah, Chris? I'm after talent this time. <laughs> <laughs> He got after, stuck with me last I'm time. I'm not after bums on seats. I'm after <laughs> talent. <laughs> but no, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a, yeah, a poison chalice or an impossible job. I just think, I just think the recruitment's been really poor. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of team connection there that you get with your city teams, your Liverpool teams, even your Arsenal's, Spurs. There seems to be a togetherness there of of, of a club and a core. Where at Man United, it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem to be that. It's just where talent goes to die. Mm. Yeah, they they sign some serious talent. Yeah, and there's a this is this is in the last four or five years. This isn't just Ten Hag era. No, no. But they've signed a lot of serious talent that just go there to die. Yeah. Sancho, Anthony, Mount. I, f- I feel sorry for Sancho, to be fair. I really do. I know he came out and called Ten Hag a liar, and I get that because he basically criticised him when he said about his training. I find all this weird, right? You know, because like in a normal nine to five job, imagine being <coughs> put in a corner like that in your own job because of something. HR would be all over them in, in, in two seconds. It just wouldn't happen, would it? How can somebody, just because they're at a football company, they get paid X amount of money, how can that even happen in yeah, any sounds job? sounds wild. Is that being corroborated or is that just rumours? No, no, it's true. It's I mean, true. if you were Sancho, you would just fucking... You wouldn't put up with it, would you? Well, I mean... There's nothing you, they can do. You so. either, you well, either don't put up with it... Someone else will pay... And you strike and then for you're in contravene of your contract so you're not going to get your 200 grand a week or you fucking eat a bit of pack up and train with the reserves <laughs> for 200 grand a week. Like, what are you doing? I know what you mean. In the, in the gra- Yeah, from, a, from, that, you are. from that financial You're cashing your check, aren't you? So, so here's a question then, still on Jaden Sancho. Would you have Jaden Sancho 
at Liverpool? And if not, where does he fit? It depends on on what circumstance. How much are we paying for him? Like, is it a free? Is it are we paying eighty million? What, like, what no, you won't. You won't pay eighty million for him now. You'd probably pay. You'd, they'd be lucky to get thirty million for him. I'd take him for thirty million because I think he's the type of player that someone like Klopp would get the best out of. Don't need him. We don't. Well, it's not that we need him, but would you have him? Uh, barely to warm the bench like an Oxley Chamberlain type type of person right now. Really, that bad? Yeah. Well, I, I just think he's he's absolutely. I mean, he went he went away for a break because of his mental health. He stacked the weight on. He's obviously mentally not in a good place. Mm. Like I, I want his baggage at the minute. I want and Liverpool are very good at not really taking what you would call players with baggage. Yeah. I think the worst one really was when we we got desperate and took Balotelli. Other than that, we don't take baggage players. So I just don't think Fair he's point. the right fit for Liverpool at all. So so in that case then, where does he fit? If he's going to move in January. Where does he fit? Chelsea for 400 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think where he would fit, I still think he's, he could probably work in a Champions League team. Um, but I'd think he, he might be better off going to Spain or Italy or back to Germany for a he couple of years. He might be the type of player, a like, bit like Salah, who went from Chelsea to Roma and reignited his yeah. career and then got a move to Liverpool. He, he's he's going to have to do something like that now. He goes to somewhere that's a decent enough club, like Chris says, he's in Champions League, he's got good quality of football, but isn't at the pinnacle. I was thinking about this today, and I see him at Spurs. Do you? Yeah. They've got a massive hole on their left side, because Richarlison does nothing. Jane Sancho could easily fit that. Postacoglu will get the best out of him when we come to Spurs. I'm sure we'll touch on them in a minute. But he'll get the best out of him. He's got mates around him in James Madison and, and other English lads, and that looks like a very, very good club to be around. I could see him really fitting in at Spurs and then him giving a massive, massive push to their <coughs> Champions League. He could League. be the next Deli Alley, though. He mm. could, yeah. He could just be massive talent that never really realises it as well. Yeah. yeah. Can I talk broader then? Can Go we talk it. about sort of, the, we're 10 games into the season, so a quarter away into the title race. You're looking at Spurs are leading the way yep. with Arsenal closely behind, Man City and Liverpool tucked right in behind. So there's nothing between the top four. No. Has the first quarter of the season gone how you expected it? Has anyone surprised you? Has anyone under underachieved? Has anyone overachieved? So not only have Spurs been a bit lucky, they've also surprised me. I didn't think Postacoglu would hit the ground running the way that he has and got everyone playing the way that he's got them playing. Yes, they've got no European football, which massively helps, but they've really surprised me. I'll tell you who hasn't surprised me. Are they overachieving when you look at their yes. squad? Yeah, currently? massive. You think massive. they're overachieving? Do you think they'll fade? Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. They'll, they'll, so Son's going to go to the Asian Games in January and miss six to eight weeks. Unless they bring in someone unless they bring someone else in, where do they get goals from? I think I think Spurs at the minute are riding that wave of new manager, new feeling around the ground. Madison's Obviously, hit the ground running. Madison's yeah, hit the ground yeah. running, great signing. I think sometimes when a big player like Kane leaves as well, that centre of attention around the team isn't there anymore. So you start to see a lot more from the team in terms of the contribution as well. So I think they're feeling that a little bit at the minute. Um, but I would I would imagine they will start to fade at some point, maybe after Christmas, they'll start to fade a little bit. Look at, look at Sheffield United when they were 1-0 down with added time to go and they 1-2-1. I know it's Sheffield United. But the ground out a, a result against Luton. They, they got a draw against Arsenal. I think there's two ways you can look at this though. Like they've ground out a result against Luton. You got lucky. Like mm. you should have drawn that match. Yeah, yeah. No, that's you what I mean. You should have obviously because of the VAR thing. You should have drawn the Liverpool match. Yep. Yeah. So really, they would be sort of fifth, sixth, and then all of a sudden you'd be saying, "Yeah, that's about right for Spurs." And that's the thing. After two games, and that's mm. the thing that they're overachieving. They're overachieving. 
because they're winning we, games. With where they're at now. Yeah. But with the squad that they've got, which is so thin, it's it's pretty impressive. With a new manager completely changing how they play football. That's what as I was well. going to add to it as well in terms of their their squad. They're they're in a very a, a, a position that I guess Liverpool were in a couple of years ago, where their first eleven is is, is strong across the park, but as soon as you start to miss one or two players, their 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 squad depth isn't quite there. I can't I can't think of anyone yeah. off the top of my head that's going to come off that bench that's going to change a game. Yeah, for them as well. Though you go from Mourinho <laughs> and Conte, two awful awful managers from a, an attacking point of view, to completely doing a one eighty and bringing in. A guy who did well at Celtic, and you're thinking, oh, he ain't gonna do that great. And he did play really good football, mm. football that you, you like watching. But one club I do want to mention because I, I big these up at the start of the season, Aston Villa. Right. I think they have been very, very impressive. Yeah, but they're where that they're where that we all expected them to be, which is fifth, fifth sixth. Fifth, like yeah. that's where they'll finish. That's just them. Fifth is Champions League, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. So. Realistically, that's got to be the goal for him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And if they don't, if if they don't get the Champions League through for finishing fifth, then they're gonna potentially win the European Conference League. I think they'll probably battle it out with Newcastle for that final Champions League spot in fifth. Yeah. I think they'll battle it out. I think when we can go back to one of our episodes where we guessed the Premier League table and how it finished, one of our very first episodes. Yeah. I think I I undercut Liverpool a bit because I had Liverpool sneaking into fourth, but actually. That midfield rebuild has happened much quicker than I expected it to. Yeah. I thought they've done it. The Klopp's done another incredible job to reinvent that team, and that's that's with McAllister playing out of position. Yeah, and you've got you, you're trying to integrate McAllister, Endo, Soboslai, Gravenberch, integrate four or five midfielders yeah. into into that midfield. Oh, it's such, and hit the ground running because yeah. we said earlier you lose two or three games because of City you're out of the title race yeah, yeah. Yeah. so to to build an entire midfield like that in a summer is some doing that it's incredible I mean I'll get on to Zobislai <coughs> in a minute but Gravenberch is an absolute Rolls Royce yeah he looks class what a me. player he is he looks really good and to be honest I think the only negative about our midfield is the fact that McAllister is playing that position because I've said this to you boys a few times he looks way off it. Yeah, he's underwhelming, position. isn't he? He's he's passing. He's got the he's got the eye for detail for passing, but his passing's been so wayward. He loses the ball. He's not fast enough to re, to, to get the ball back as well in that position. He's just not a number six. He's not a defensive midfielder, and he and, and he loses a lot of his qualities there. But at the same time, while we're integrate, the Endo looked really good in the um, Carabao Cup the other night. Well, this is he what looks really say. strong. It looks if good you, in, the, if you, in Europe as well. If you're yeah. playing a team, let's say you're playing against another top four, you're playing against City, yeah. right? I don't. Th- I think you play Gravenberch and Endo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But if you play teams where you know you're going to have eighty percent of the ball, you pl- you're only playing one of them, and you're playing McAllister yeah. more as an advanced six. He's not an eight because Zobislai's an eight all day long. Yeah, yeah. But I think it depends who you're playing. We seem to be forgetting though, by te- by Chetich, who's still injured, he's that number six. A yeah, lovely player. Great. But he's, he's undersized. I think at the minute, yeah, yeah. we need to start playing Endo every game. Endo needs to be that defensive midfielder with a combination of either Gravenberch and Slobberslai or Slobberslai and McAllister. How good Slob- is Slobberslai? Oh, he's class, isn't he? What he just oozes his class, doesn't when, he? When you think about, again, going back to Man United for a minute, they paid £65 million for Ma- or £60 million for Mason Mount. We paid exactly the same for Slobberslai. And the difference is night and day. And yeah. I know it's the clubs and I know it's the situation and stuff like that. But the difference in class 
is night and day. Do you know what annoys me? I saw a stat saying, oh, you're all, all you Liverpool fans are raving about was Obishlai. One goal, no assists. He's the player before the assist. Yeah. Yeah. That's why them stats are bullshit, because he runs the game. Yeah. He creates the creative pass that then squares it for the goal. So interesting you say that. And this goes this goes to what we were talking about and what we've said before about Darwin Nunes. Again, you know, I know you hate Darwin Nunes. His goal hate the other, this goal the other night was class. And it was typical Nunes that he miscontrols the first touch. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just that, yeah. he just whips in an absolute screamer. Exactly. And he's got eight goals this season already. Yeah, yeah. His stats, 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 stats are great. He's got fourteen goals and assists yeah. already this season. And I think He's, he's still got a lot of development to do in terms of that, that quality of touch. But his finishing is he's getting much better. He's getting in the positions. He's a game changer. When he comes on, I get excited to see him come on because I know he's going to do something, whether it's something really bad or something really good, he's going to do something. And um, yeah, I just think he's a, a top top striker. I'm looking forward. He's to not a top striker. He's a good striker, but you can't say he's a top striker, can you? I don't think there are many top strikers in the Premier League apart from Erling Haaland. I want yeah. When top I'm saying, number nine, you're talking. Yeah, you're probably right. Tops, tops a little bit too much because if, if you're looking at top striker, you're looking at someone like Haaland. He's not at that level, nowhere near that level. Um, but I think with the with the players around him, people like Slobosly, Salah, Trent feeding him, he's, he's going to get, get chances. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And look, you say I hate him. I don't hate him. I've just said he's technically very poor and he's ragged. And you, you're right. That goal on Wednesday night sort of epitomised him in a yeah. nutshell, which was he completely miscontrolled the ball but then did a weldy goal. And the, and you hear the bottom of the crowd be like, yay, as if to say, look, mate, you shit. And then he just stands up the defender, whips it over the keeper, and you're thinking, what, where the fuck did that come yeah. from? And he's just so good. Yeah. Can I move on from Liverpool? Yes. Can we talk a little bit, before we get on to Chelsea, because I predicted them to finish second. Yes, I think yeah, I as well. I, I yeah. think we all had them to bounce back this season, but can we talk a little bit about Arsenal, right? Because the last few weeks, they've started to look a bit shaky, They've got the thing going off with the keeper at the minute, um, but they're second and they haven't lost a game. So, like, what's your what's your feedback on Arsenal's start to the season? For me, I just feel like Arsenal have just kind of gone under the radar a little bit. They've not <coughs> done anything amazing. They've not done anything that's been shite. It's just they've just they've just won games. They're just plodding yeah. along. They're just going through the motions. They've not really done anything to to highlight. Yeah, I think under the radar is probably a good way to put it because Martinelli's not really done a great deal. Saka's not really done a great deal. And if you take those two out of the team, I know Jesus is out for a, for a while. If they get a couple of injuries in that midfield, it's a completely different team. And you saw that the other night against West Ham, where they changed the team and it was a completely... They still had some first-team players in there. But if you take some of those first-team players out, they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know that they're thin and that's old back end of last season, isn't it? Mm. But... I, I did expect them, and they might do. I mean, look, the the top five is so tight that you lose a game and you're fifth. Yeah. So I I still expect Arsenal to drop into the pack around sort of third, fourth, fifth. What is the situation with their keepers? I, mean, I know they obviously got two keepers in. Ramsdale played the other night in the cup, didn't he? Yeah. And but Ray is playing in the Premier League. But what is, is some has, has there been a fallout? What, what have I missed something it, in that? It's just it's just dropped Ramsdale it's, because he prefers yeah. David Raya. And it's, everyone's it's just making something that doesn't happen at a top top club. Yeah. You have yeah. you have a keeper, you have yeah. a number one, and they haven't got that, and they cause that issue themselves by buying Raya yeah. mid season because then that's almost saying we're not quite sure on you, Ramsdale. Yeah. We're going to buy another top keeper. I thought Ramsdale was class last year. Though. You'd never like, see well. you'd never see you Man City. 
drop Edison yeah. for Ortega and be like, yeah, Edison, you just sit on the bench for eight games because we're not quite sure on you. Do you know what it is? They bought Raya because, again, Arteta's a little Pep Guardiola claw. They bought Raya because Raya's distribution is better than Ramsdale's. That's, again, essentially why they've made that purchase. But... Reyes look shaky on some games yeah. I've watched oh, yeah. like punch out in air and in the crosses and stuff yeah. so even the Man City game I think it was the Man City game it, it was it looked awful for about 20-30 minutes self-inflicted by Arsenal though yeah, yeah. because you have, a, you have a really clear with Ramsdale and go you are not number one um, we're going to like offload you because you clearly you clearly want to be a number one for somebody yeah, yeah. Um, because neither of these players goalkeepers have come here to be a backup no Um so they've created this own little issue for themselves now, I think, that they probably won't resolve all season. You're absolutely right, though, with Arteta wanting to be a mini Guardiola. And you've seen this with Zinchenko. Zinchenko's playing left-back, but he's coming into midfield, and you're thinking, it just doesn't work. He's not He's not Cal Walker. He's or, not Trent. Or, well, yeah, he's not Trent. There's a reason Man City let him go, and that is because he's not good enough. He's not good enough to do that job. Mm. Because if he was... Man City wouldn't have bought Kovacic and they'd have kept him. I think yeah. you're right though, Chris. I think it's that clear message because Arteta's come out and said, look, I've got two top keepers because you need to have two good players in each position and all this type of stuff, which is like all this tactical stuff, which is fine. I get that. But as a keeper, like you said, you don't. As a top club, you need one staple keeper, which is your number one, consistent throughout, and you stick with him. Yeah. You don't change a keeper. You can change a midfield, you can change your strikers, you can change your wingers, but you just don't change a goalkeeper. So yeah, you're right. The whole thing's just a bit a bit weird and so, so might be their demise. Sort of flying under the radar, but we're where they expect them to be. We still think they might fade a little bit. Biggest shock Christmas. in the biggest shock in the top four at the minute is that Man City are the team that's lost the most. Yeah, but can yeah, I give fair. you a sub argument to this? The two games that they lost, Rodri was suspended for both of them. And I can't underestimate how important that player is to that team. Yeah. He is everything to that team. He turns that midfield around from defence to attack. The two games the two games he was suspended, they lost those games. Yeah. So my problem with that is, but firstly, you're absolutely right. But my problem with that is, let's say Rodri breaks his leg. Exactly. And he's, City out, for, and he's, problem. Out, and he's out for six months. I agree. City, you've got a problem. Then he can't just go losing. They can't just lose every game because Rodri, they spent billions, like 1.3 billion and they, and they can't replace Rodri. Well, but this is the problem. When you've got a world-class player, you can't replace them if they get injured. No. Because, yeah, you might have top players, two top players in every position, but you don't have two world-class players in no, every no. position. No, no, I, I absolutely agree. So it's with like it. if Ronaldo got in, injured for Real Madrid, like you can put someone on right midfield, but you're going to feel it. And I think City, are def- because they let Gundogan go, because they've let Mares go, I think City's squad is definitely weaker this season. And you're right, if Rodri got injured, I don't think they'd win the title. That's how big I think he is for that team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yeah, he's massive. He's massive for that team. He's he's the linchpin. And if, like you say, if you take him out, they're screwed because they're so easy to get past. Yeah. They're so easy to get past. And he doesn't like Calvin Phillips. Yeah, he's not yeah, sold. Again, is he? that that Calvin Phillips purchase was weird, wasn't it? Because he's, he bought him for that cover, but he just doesn't play him. He's, yeah. he's he, clearly not a fan. He bought him for the cover. And then buys in, and then buys Kovacic and then pay, and then plays Rico Lewis in front of him. Yeah. What does it tell you? And John Stones in front he of him. Screams it, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, do you think? Do you think they missed De Bruyne? Yeah, massively. I was do just yeah. going to say De Bruyne coming back would be huge for Haaland. Yeah. I mean, Haaland's really struggling, but he's still got something like eight goals in ten games or something yeah. like that. He's, he's, his return's still good, but it's not yeah. as no. Look, if they keep Rodri fit 
and De Bruyne comes back in January as planned, I think City will still win the title. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, 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 another guy in there for City, Jeremy Doku. Yeah, but he's like an Adama Traore. There's no end product from him. But he's he, great. He's great to watch, he, but no end product. He's totally different, though, isn't he? He is different to uh, any mm. type of Guardiola player. I agree. And you think, why the hell have they bought him? I know he don't fit, does he? No, but then he's so good because then you think Jack Grealish isn't certain to start, and even if he does start, he's totally different. He just run up players. They're playing Alvarez and Haaland together, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's not really working, but they're getting tired because De Bruyne is yeah, because De Bruyne is injured. But yeah. so I still think if they get De Bruyne back and Rodri stays fit, they'll still win the title. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is if City slip up and they get a few injuries, like to key players like Rodri or De Bruyne, you would like to think that there's another squad mature enough to sort of slip through and win the title. But I don't think Arsenal are ready. No. I think Liverpool maybe need this season and then they might challenge next season. And then Spurs aren't ready. That's either. the unfortunate thing. I don't think there's another team to yeah. be like capitalise on a small chink in City's armour. I, I think if there is one out of the three that you're looking at, Spurs, Arsenal and Liverpool. Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it is Liverpool more than yeah, the other two. I was about to say that. Just I given think... given the squad depth, given the depth up front. I think Liverpool will have a better run at the title than Arsenal. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you think Diaz, Jota, Gakpo, Nunes, Salah? Diaz, his dad as well. He'll, he's available, I think, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh God! You, you're going to hell. He's going to turn up in WWE on a casket match soon enough, isn't he? <laughs> Against my mum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I agree. Yeah, Liverpool are looking pretty good now, and I don't know if we've got our rose tinted glasses on, but they've had a really. They've surprised me. That's all I'm saying. I think I think they say the fact that that midfield rebuild has kind of gelled and working. Um, I think that's massively helped our start to the season. Definitely. The the problem that a lot of teams are going to have is African Cup of Nations is coming up, and the Asian Games are coming up as well yeah. in January. So you're going to have a lot of players missing. Obviously, we're going to lose Salah, who's the the biggest one. Yeah. yeah, but I think last time, how the schedule worked out with the Christmas and all that, I think he ended up missing like two two games in a League Cup game. So looking at, and I read this the other day, they were talking about Onana going back to Cameroon. He's going to miss seven league games, potentially. Really? I mean, that means United will be better, in a better position. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, their backup keeper is Tom Heaton, so they might not be. Why did they sell... Um where do you think he go? Henderson? Yeah. Crystal Palace? Shocking decision, that. Mm. Although he wanted first team football. There was talks of getting De Gea back on the free, weren't there? Yeah. Is he still a free agent? Yeah, yeah. That's wild, that. Why is he still a free agent? I don't know. Mind you, he's had 350 grand for eight years, so you don't That's need to does it? That's probably why he's a free yeah. agent. You think, he, you think he'd have gone somewhere, though? Probably the same reason Eden Hazard retired. Probably might have gone to, like, Hitafe or, like, yeah. s- uh, like a mid-table, mid-table league. Yeah, yeah, Saudi, yeah. Point, yeah. Go Saudi. Take that Saudi money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the only other big team out of the traditional big six that we haven't discussed yet is Chelsea. Does you want Car to discuss crash. Chelsea? What the fuck's going on there? I honestly don't know. I think it's just, I just thought, I just don't see it working Chelsea's for a long, long time. Chelsea's biggest two players have been missing. Who? Chilwell and Reese James. Um, Reese James has made a glass though, hasn't he? Don't think, yeah, I don't think Reese James is as influential as you think. When you, But when you put them together, they, they really work and they really set the team up. And when one of them's fit, the other one's not fit and vice versa. It'd be like losing Robertson and Trent at the same time. And that's how big they yeah. are for them. I think the problem we've got with Chelsea is, if, is the players have gone there not to play for the club. They've gone there to play for money. Like 
people come to Man City and come to Liverpool because they believe in in what the team are doing. They believe in the culture and and, and what they've what they've created over years. Whereas people go to Chelsea because they're the highest bidder. They pay more money. Yeah, there's no because they'll, they'll get to live in London and get to live in London. It's yeah. a lifestyle. They're not they're not committed to the club. Do you know you what see I that. see when I see Chelsea? When I watch Chelsea. You have no identity. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's your style of play? Yeah. What are you about? Like, yeah. what are, what are you? Like, what's your strengths? Like, you've got no identity. I don't know how you're going to play. I don't know how you're going to set up. I don't know what players are starting. Yeah. It's it, it's broken at the minute. I yeah, know they've yeah. got a very good coach, but he's working with a broken jigsaw so that he can't put together. I was going to come to that. Is Pochettino an elite manager? Not elite manager, no. no. I think he's very, very good. But he's not he's a, a good, top yeah, manager. He's a good coach. Went and to PSG, couldn't handle the egos there, yeah, so yeah. really failed at PSG. Did all right at Spurs, but again, Spurs are Spurs, third, fourth, fifth every season. Like they finished second to Leicester. Champions League final. And they got well. to the Champions League final. He's not elite, though. He's yeah. very good. Yeah, he's a good manager, but yeah. The I only would, people I've put elite is Pep, Klopp, and Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah. They're the only current, coach in the world I put yeah. as your top elite. Agree. Yeah. Not Paul Heckingbottom. No. No. Are there any other teams that have surprised you, uh, or any anything else about the Premier League that three, has surprised there's you? There's three teams that have definitely not surprised us all, which is the bottom three. I was just about to say the bottom three looks just as you would expect. Do you it? know what Luton haven't been as bad as I thought. The fact they're not bottom is a surprise. I, the, the, I had Sheffield United bottom in my predictions. Did you? Yeah, I, Luton, I think, Luton I, had, I, think I did, to be fair. But Luton, Luton haven't been smashed by teams. Do you, yeah. Do you know what did surprise? Do you know what surprised me? But in a bad way. Burnley. I thought Burnley would take some points. Yeah. And they keep they they they're not taking points. No, they're, they're garbage. I think you boys had Bournemouth quite high as well, didn't you? I had Burnley to stay up. Did you? Because Bournemouth are teetering on the edge. As I well. didn't have Burnley to stay up. I did. I had Burnley still. I'm sure I had Bournemouth to be the third team to go down. Yeah. I, did you? I, I thought. I thought once someone had him, had him quite high. To be fair, oh, yeah. been me. I, I could have. <laughs> yeah. I, I could have had Burnley to stay up, but I think I had Everton to go down. Look, I think there's so so far to go that nothing's a done deal at this stage in any position. But I think that them them three Championship teams that came up, they're in yeah. for a long season, mate. I, I think when you when you look at you can easily split the, the table into four. You've got the, the, the top four with Villa just lingering about there. What about Newcastle? We haven't spoke about I was Newcastle. Just about to say, yeah, it's about to well, come on to Newcastle, definitely. I think New, Newcastle could potentially fade at this point because they've got Champions League, they've got a lot of injuries, and they've got so many games in a short space of time that they've got no players. Yeah. I think the point where you were expecting to be out the sixth at the minute. We said in. that we said they would yeah, fade yeah. this season yeah. back yeah. into like trying to get for the Champions yeah. League. But I then you I said this five, and I was like, oh well, they might get in then. I don't think they're going to push certainly for the top four. They might push for fifth, but at the minute you've got the top five, then you've got six down to twelve or eleven, twelve down to sixteen, and then the bottom four. Yeah, we know we know all the league works. No, yeah. I'm just I'm. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> fucking mischief. So you've got, <laughs> so you've got like the top twenty who are in the prem, <laughs> and then you've got like twenty four. The They're next in 24. the league we'll, below. It's we'll called call the championship. The championship. Yeah, 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 we know football leagues, right, mate? You're a cunt. <laughs> Yay! The first C <laughs> went on series two. Who had who had thirty four minutes in? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did it do that well? In. But yeah, I think that the the quality of of the league you can split into those four. Yeah, we know how the league works. <laughs> last bit on last bit on the league then. Do you know what's been the biggest shocker? Is the fact that Man United are now playing 
Evans and Maguire as their centre back. Wild. Partnership. I feel like I'm in a time warp. Yeah. The fact I can't believe Evans starts games. But like, I that mean, is mental. In fairness, Varane was on the bench. He's coming back. He was on the bench, so he'll probably come back in in the weekend, which will replace Evans. Needs Ma- to. Maguire Ma- was going to get replaced by Martinez. He's going to be. He's Martinez not far off. Is he? How long is he? F- he's New, not New Year. Who's not far off as well in defence though? Is it Wan Bissaka? Yeah, Wan Bissaka. He came, came on back. in the second half. So they're getting players back. So by all accounts, I think Maguire's not done too bad, has he? He got a goal the other week. An own goal for England against Scotland, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure he bagged an header for uh, United recently. That's yeah, he not did. his Champions, job, Champions though, League. Is I know, but his job was that Champions League, was it? His job is to defend. Yeah. Man, do you know what? Sorry right? for Maguire. Man U is an absolute shit show of a club. Yeah. It's an absolute shocking club. Um, unless I know they're bringing this this sort of technical advisor person in. Oh, this that's probably the demise of Ten Hag, by the way, because Ten Hag. Obviously, don't want this person to come in and shake yeah. things up. Um, <clears throat> and there was talk today, anyway, on Talkspot that apparently Ten Hag's days are numbered as well. That apparently it's, it's rumoured that he will actually get the sack, which I think is the wrong decision. I, do I as think well. it's the wrong decision as well. However, however, you can't sack twenty-four players. He spent. Yeah, true, but he, you can't. You got to have a bit of stability in the club. You he, can't keep replacing yeah, but managers. You, you say this right. But think about the professional world, right? When stuff starts to go wrong at your work. Who are the first people that are accountable? Yeah. And that's the problem in life is the manager or the middle managers, they're accountable. Yeah. So I've got some more stats for you. Oh, here we go. I've been revising. Fucking Sounds like man. it. Are these good stats though? These yeah. Ones? Eric Ten Hag has spent 415 million yeah, I saw that today. in 18 months. How many of those players that he's brought in? Yeah, but what's his net though? He, sell, he sold someone for like 200 grand, I think. One of the <laughs> best, one of the reserves. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to net that off. You've got to take that yeah, off, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Give him yeah. some credit. <laughs> yeah. 410.8 million. Yeah. <laughs> so his net's 410.8 billion. But how many of those players would get in other big clubs, uh, would get in other big Premier so League sides? Who's he bought then? So he's Anthony, uh, 85 million. I don't get what he is. Mount. San, Ma- Martinez. Martinez, I hate him. These are all players that would get in a team that want to finish third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Onana, Amrabat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Amrabat's absolutely yeah. dreadful, isn't he? The problem you've got with United is because they've still got the women United, you, that's why you're paying 50, 60, 70, 80 million for, for average players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the problem that you're in. Everyone's in that problem now. Um, But yeah, I think Man United are shocking. Talking are shocking. Shall we talk about Fantasy Premier League? What a segue. You've been practising that in the mirror. How are you getting on? The Book on? of Bullets. Yeah. How are you getting on, boys, in your leagues? How many leagues you win? Give us an update Shite. on your teams. I'll start. So this doesn't sound like I'm doing too well, but I'll, I'll explain. So I'm 32nd. How many teams? In a 48. A 48 team league is class. Yeah. But 32nd? He's 32nd. No, I'm saying that the fact that the there's fact a league with 48 yeah. teams in on So the money in that is, is massive in terms yeah, of if you yeah. win. But I'm 32nd, but I've had a good a good couple of weeks. I've risen because I was actually down near the, the bottom for a number of weeks. And I'm only about 50 points off the top. So that's how, the, you know, from 32nd to 1st, there's about 50 points in it. So you're in that league. Yes. There's yeah. 48 teams. Where What position are you in that league? What position is Bullis out of 48? Ooh. All right, well, I've come to you first. You're 18th. I'm 18th out of 48. Yeah. So that means I'm below you. Let's have a look where you are. I had a look at this. This is funny. What out of 48 teams, where's Bullis? Oh, I get it. Uh, here we go. 48. 
Hey, look. He's fucking dead rock bottom. Oh, well, someone's got to prop it up, haven't they? Can't be awesome at everything, can you, boys? Oh, class. You should have named your team Sack of Shit, not Sack of Potatoes. Uh, um, I saw that on the weekend and I thought, we're about to do a pod. I'm definitely bringing this up. I thought you oh, were. 48, he's 48. How many points am I behind? So, how many points behind? You, you, you're 75 behind me at 30 seconds. <laughs> so, right. yeah, right. you're well that, off, that's, mate. That's no, one no. entire game week. No, there's still, there's still time to come back. Don't worry about it. So, Chris, yeah, look at you was. then. You're... You're only about 15 points ahead of me at 18th. Yeah, no, it's very That's, tight. It's very tight from, from top to 30 seconds. That's what she said. Not yeah. from 48th. <laughs> it's not tight no. at all. It's all good. So, yeah. So, I'm still hoping, I'm still hopeful on that one. When I, when I finish both of you at the end of the season, I'll be <laughs> no, rubbing mate, it in mate. your faces. Are you in any not other again. leagues? I, I don't know where I'm in that league because I'm currently recording. Come on. Christian, are you in any other leagues? I'm in any other leagues. I'm in, yeah, another one that I'm 10th in. Out of 21. Out of 21, that's not bad. Yeah. You're a mid-table Mid- player. Mid-table right? table player, but again with that one, I'm, a only, I'm only 49 <laughs> points off the top. Yeah but, uh, yeah, but the problem you've got now is that's a whole game week. So you need the people at the top to be getting 30 points and you need to be getting like 50, 60, 70 this for a couple a, of this weeks This is the, the thing bounce. with me now. It's, you're, out, you're, you're out of it now. Oh, so yeah, you're, done. It. you're done, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, probably look at, I'll probably look at him, totally forget about it. Sack it off. And yeah. then I think... Yeah, fuck it. I'll have a look and I'll make some transfers and stuff, but yeah, no fucking point. You're not going to labour over it, are you? No, nah, I don't give a shit. Well, my, my midfield is immense, which means the rest of my team is actually quite poor. I, I think I've got Vicario, Son and Haaland. I've got Son, Saka, Salah, Neto. Yeah, I had Neto. But... He Huang, Haaland. That's where all the money's gone. My yeah. defence and my other striker is dog. Well, my, my, my top three strikers are the top three. So I've got Haaland, Alvarez and Watkins. Yeah, but you didn't, for a while, you didn't yeah, have... Yeah, you didn't. Your you didn't have the someone in there. Your team at the beginning of the season was shit. Did you have a go for Salah and not Haaland or Haaland and not Salah? You didn't put them both in, you did you? You didn't put Haaland in first. No, I think I did because the rest of my team was really shit, wasn't it? So I think I had Haaland and Salah in and that's where most of my money had gone and my rest of my team was built up with players that were... Kind of. In fairness, I didn't, I didn't start with Salah. I started with Haaland and I brought Salah in around week four. I don't think I've got Salah in. I I've don't got think Son. you have got Salah in. No. I've got Son and Haaland. Do you know what though? Someone else in one of my other leagues, um, they triple captained Watkins last week yeah. on a single game Great week shout. and got six points. Fucking hell. All the other game weeks, he's been that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a differential, isn't it? If you can pick a, a triple captain right Double on game somebody, week. Double game week, that's mate. not Haaland or Salah or someone like that, then you, you're absolutely laughing. Exactly. But do you know what, though? I don't do it to the level where I look at trends of points or no, where they're same. ranked or anything. I look at a player and I think, I like them. I'll pick them. Yeah, I just That's think, yeah. I just think, are you playing well? Don't care yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, are you in the team? Yeah, I don't care. My did, defenders, are they are they fullbacks? I'm always looking at winger, like fullbacks yeah. and get up and down assists. I did put James Ward-Prowse in my team and now he started playing shit. Yeah. And then yeah. I had Jared Bowen in my team. And then I took him out because he wasn't scoring. And then he scored in six away games in a row. I've got Bowen in my That's my, I've that's got my fifth midfielder. Fucking shite. That's what I mean. It's, it, it, we know a lot of it's luck. I think, so I'm, what am I in that big league? I'm 18th. 18th. I'm, and I'm in only in one more league and I'm first in that league. But that's it. I'm only in two leagues. I'm normally in four or five leagues. Yeah, I'm year. only in two this year. Yeah, I'm, only in, yeah. I'm, I'm in obviously the one we're in, the, the four-team league. And then I was, and then I've got, a, I'm in a work one as well. But. And do you know what I do every time? I forget to do my team when there's a Friday night Prem game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. I did it the other week. I didn't change it's my killer, team. killer, isn't it? Yeah. Absolute killer. Yeah. Last thing on this, Salah, what's your virtual in this year? Because again, for me, 
he hasn't lit it up, but he's still consistently scoring, assisting. He's yeah. just he's involved in he's everything. He's a machine. Yeah. But he's not yeah, playing he electric football, or he's not like. Do you know what I mean? The, I the agree. big star. I completely agree. And I don't I don't think he needs to play electric football. He's, he's just, just there, he, isn't he? He just he, does it. He's, he's very similar what he's to what you said about Arsenal flying under the radar. Yeah. Because he's not banging in goals every single game because there's other people doing it. Yeah, he's yeah. the opposite. So you know what he said earlier about Jobberslai where you think he's been absolutely class, but the stats don't back it up. Salah's the opposite oh, way yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah Salah's yeah. stats are always immense and you think he's not he don't even play that well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look and think, what's he done? Yeah, yeah. but you've g- you've got. I think he's like Haaland. You've got to find a way to get him in your team because yeah. they're a points machine. Hundred percent. So hundred percent. What have, yeah. we, have we caught much Champions League football or European football? I've only watched a bit of Newcastle just purely because of the St James's Park hype, and it just looks good. But I haven't been able to catch any because uh, yeah, I've really watched much this year. There was, I caught up. I caught a bit of Europe, not champ. Well, I, I I try and watch all Champions League or as much Champions League as I can. In Europe, this this weekend, English players hitting the ground running. Harry Kane scoring another hat trick. He's going from the halfway line. Like you say, did yeah, you see his halfway line one? Yeah, I saw that. Amazing. And Jude Bellingham, Class. absolutely bossing. Did you see his goal in the Classico? Yeah. yeah. He's unreal, isn't he? Yeah. What is he, like 14 goals in 14 games? Yeah, he's yeah. freak. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's, he's so good. He's un- Yeah, he's unbelievable, isn't he? What a player. I'm so good we didn't get him. Probably better for him that he didn't come to Liverpool. Oh, 100%. Oh, he's better yeah. he is now. Like, oh, he, yeah. he can play the League Cup games. Let's get him into it. He'll be, like, uh, oh, he'll be Real Madrid captain in 18 months' time. Do you reckon? Yeah, he's easy. Because he's so young as well. I think the decision is a smart one, which is you can probably do six, seven, eight years at Real Madrid and then come to Liverpool in your late 20s if yeah. you wanted to really play for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. true. True. He's even even if he was at Real Madrid for 10 years and came when he was 30, who cares? It's fucking Jude Bellingham, for exactly. Christ's sake. Do we have a segment for this pod? Is I, it, have I, you come prepared? I've got a, I've got a segment for the end. Wow! But before we move on to that, one yeah. last thing: Ballon d'Or. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a bit of shambles it's, it's for a farce, years, isn't it? Yeah, it's a farce. It's a shambles. And I know I'm biased, but Allison wasn't even the top ten of goalkeepers. It's a fucking stupid, politically driven popularity Shite. vote, probably, but paid for votes. Salah eleventh. So not even in the top ten of players in the world. So should Messi have won it? Yeah, because he won the World Cup. Yeah, I get that. I don't I don't yeah. disagree with the Messi winning it. I think that's fine. I, I just don't think, think he was the best player all calendar year. <laughs> no, but you've no. won a World Cup. It's a World Cup year. Yeah. You're getting the Ballon d'Or. But then, so on the flip side of that, Haaland finished second. Yeah. Yep. He scored 55 goals last season. Yep, won the treble. Won the treble Man City. Yeah. His goals led them to the treble. Yeah. They've never won the Champions League. Yeah. It's a great shout, but the, prob- the only problem for Haaland was it's a World Cup year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you want a World Cup yeah, yeah. year, he won it. Yeah. yeah. The Ballon d'Or. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Right. I'm glad we all agree. Okay. So, Club hang on, do we need a jingle to break into the segment? Oh, no, that's Strictly. That's strictly. It? That <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. That's the jingle you went to, <laughs> not match the day or anything. <laughs> oh, no, that's casually. <laughs> um, <laughs> have we got any more jingles that we're doing? Um, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> that's grandstand. <laughs> that's EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, I like Family Guy. It's great. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> right, anyway, I think we've I think we've established we ain't got a jingle. So not only have we got a table and like some decorations, we're actually gonna get a bit better with the uh, with like yeah. the, the jingles and the, the infills. Skills, and the yeah. skills. I'm I'm more shocked that you're prepared. Well, I've got something for you guys. So you might have seen this before. It's called like a I think they call it like a blind seven. So it's if you if you're a bit on the TikTok scene, no. you'll see it where they'll give you I don't know. The one I the the example I used earlier was friends characters. They'll give you all the friends characters. Rest in peace, Chandler. Yep, Chandler. Yep. And you've got to then 
put them in order of one to seven, but you don't know who's coming next. So you've got to make a judgment. You don't know who's in that top seven. You've got to make a judgment where they go. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, it does. So let's say you pick the best seven football teams of all time, right? And right. your first choice that comes up is Bayern Munich. Right. You've got and you put them third. Yeah. And then the rest of the teams that come through, like Getafe, Santander, you fucked it. Santander's it's, a bank, isn't it? It's like <laughs> Rathin Santander. Rathin. Rathin. Rathin Santander. Rathin. So you get one, that was one for the Spanish fans, by the way. Otozuna. Barcelona. Real Betis. Ra Raul. Moyentes. Uh, John Ram. Xabi <laughs> Alonso. So this is blind selections. What? All right, go. What's okay. the categories? What's, what's so, the theme? So the category I've chosen is Premier League striker partnerships. So the right. best striker partnerships so in Premier League history. give us a first partnership and me and him have to agree where we're putting them. Exactly. And I'm not going to do it in any particular order. Well, obviously, yeah, because if you're doing them in order, you'd have already ranked them. This, is, this isn't the top <laughs> 10 wrestling pod again, is it? He's hornswoggling this. <laughs> <laughs> That's on his could next be. one. You just never know what's going to happen. Right, okay. First one, Shearer and Sutton. Top seven. Yeah, whereabouts in top seven? <laughs> Shearer, Shearer and Sutton. Sutton. Uh, mate, they didn't play long enough together to be like top two. I'd say number five. Reckon that low? You think about it, you don't know what's coming in that top seven. Yeah, the in that next, case, the next number, one might be fucking Letizia and fucking um, Jesper Panovic. Oh, <laughs> you just it. don't know, do you? I've taken it off now. <laughs> number four. I, I go number four. Let's go four. You're going to go four. Right, so Sheeran Sutton four. They won a title together, didn't they? Yeah, Blackburn. Yeah. I'm going to put the number next to it so we remember, so remember what this is. So they're four. Yeah. Okay. Crouch and Defoe. Seven. They were pretty prolific, though. And they went they went places. Portsmouth, Spurs. Yeah, but they won nothing. They were playing for bottom half teams. Yeah, yeah let's go seven. 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 Owen and Heskey. Didn't really win nothing major. But six. They, yeah, six. You're going to go six. What do we get if we win? There is no win, really, because... <laughs> it's all subjective. It's all no. subjective, yeah. <coughs> Phillips and Quinn. Oh, fucking hell. <sighs> going to have to put them in. Did we, have we already You've already five? done seventh and sixth now, so you we'll have to go five. Yeah, to be fair though, I'd have said they're a better partnership than Heskey and Owen. Would you? Yeah. And Crouch and Defoe. Yeah. Little and large. Yes. Well, so was Quinn and Phillips, I imagine. Yeah. True. Five. All right. So we got what we got left? Four. We've got three, no, two, three four. to one. You've got three, three two, two, one. They'd best be good partnerships, yes. these. Henri and Burkamp. Oh, yes. you see, you see, you see. You've got to go. I'm going to oh, say, I'm going to say number tasty. two because I'm expecting Cole and York to come up. Okay, let's go two. You're going two? That's a great partnership, though. Bear camping on Oh, race. yeah, it's class, isn't it? Amazing. Is, I that, mean, not the, alone. is that not the goat, goat partnership in the Prem? All right, we'll go two. We'll stick with two. You're sticking with two? We've got three and one left. Do you want to stick with two? Three, yeah. I mean, for left. me, Henri's the best striker in the, the Premier League's ever had. And yes. him alone would win the best partnership. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure how that works, but... <laughs> you could put anyone with Henri and it'd still be class, wouldn't it? Okay. Good Johnson, Hasselbank. Oh, three. Three. Shit. Yeah. We've fucked it here. No, no, we're good. Last pair. Good. It's got to be the best partnership of Col all time. Col so this is, this is what you put as number one. This is Colin York. Yeah. Nunes and Salah. <laughs> is that the last one? No. Oh. I just wanted to be Nunes because of you. <laughs> no, last one is York and Cole. Yeah, See? good Cole shout, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're more prolific and they've won more yeah. prems. Yeah. So just to recap then, so at seven, you had Crouch and Defoe. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. At six, you had Owen and Heskey. Maybe have them a bit higher, but yeah, all right. I don't know if there's no bias in this. Yeah, I'm going to flip them and Quinn and Phillips. Yeah, so you've got Phillips and Quinn at five. Yeah. yeah. Shearer and Sutton at four. Happy with that? What's at three? So three was Good Johnson and Hasselbank. 
No. Would you flip I'd, them? Yeah, I'd flip them. Yeah, yeah. If you could see it, you flip I'd them. I'd flip them, but I won't flip the top two. No. Then we've got them bag on. Henry yeah. and Burkamp, York and Cole. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Happy with that. I'm not sure, you know. I am. It's very tight, but I think York and Cole won like four prems. Yeah. yeah Henry true. and Burkamp won one. If you yeah. look at honours and, and what and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at the, sh- the split of the goals, Cole yeah. and York split the goals. Yeah, yeah. Pretty equally. Proper partnership. It was just Henry yeah. with Burkamp's assist. assist machine, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. True. Well, I'm relatively happy with how yeah, that yeah. turned yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Good stuff. Right, okay, we'll do my second one then. It's about time you came prepared because you've done fuck all for the first 12 episodes. <laughs> I know, but season two, you know what? I thought I made it's, it's <coughs> obviously sticking around. So, box to box. Have you heard of this game? So, I play this you in can't my just make shit up. So, I play this in my group. I mean, in, in everything technically made up. Oh, yeah. Well, Someone's yeah. made up at some point. Yeah, yeah. True. Every single day we play this. So, we play European box to box and we play a football bingo, and it's absolutely class, right? So what I've done today is... is do you do this at work? I do it before work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off work time. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Class. Yeah. Is anyone from where watching? Yeah. So what I've done is a Premier League box-to-box. So it's a bit like tic-tac-toe, I think. So essentially what you've got, you've got three things across the top. and Tic-tac-toe? Three... You're a fucking yank. I don't know. Is it tic-tac-toe? No, or is it Sudoku or whatever? Anything. Anyway, listen to me. You've got three across the top, and you've got three down the down the side, and it's a case of filling the boxes. So, for example, the categories at the top are Tottenham, Man City, and Euros. And down the left-hand side, you've got World Cup, Wolves, and Villa. So essentially, you have to get someone for Spurs that's won a World Cup, someone for City I get that's it. won a World Cup, and someone who's won a World Cup and a Euros. Yeah, yeah I right, get okay. this. Yeah? yeah? And you work your way down. Okay. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two this so you've got the grid, and then you need to say who you think it is because I've got the digital version on my phone, and I'll put it in and All see right. if you're right. I get you. Yeah? Okay. So what's the first box? So I love the way they put the pencil on the fucking uh, table. Yeah, you need to write it, it in, don't you? Well, we don't need to write don't it don't need to write it. You just Because otherwise it the podcast will just be us writing stuff. All right. So what's the first box, Paul? Tottenham and World Cup winners. Uh, Jürgen Klinsmann. Hugo Lloris. Ozzy Adi- Hugo well, Lloris. Give a chance to write some in then. Hugo Lloris I'm, is a great I'm shout. So we're going for Lloris, yeah? Yeah, we're going for Lloris. Lloris in there. I'll tell you if it's right. Is it right? Well, it is because he won the World Cup. Yeah, but did he play for Tottenham at the time? Yeah. Or does it not it matter? It don't matter. Yeah, so if as long as he's played for Tottenham oh, at some right. point. In that case, yeah. We've nailed that one. Right, so Man City and World Cup winner. I, I can confirm Hugo Lloris is right, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Normally you have a time limit on this of three minutes, but I've not put it as a time limit because I feel it's so, not fair for so you. So who's won a World Cup that plays for Man City? Easy. That played for Man City before? It doesn't matter. In, could we like, play him from now? It's easy. Alvarez. Bernard Mendy. Alvarez, yeah. Alvarez. I was going to say. Oh. Fresh. Right, okay. So the last category of this top line is World Cup and Euros. Is that so someone who's won a World Cup and the European and the Euros? Oh. So he's won both. Iniesta. Yeah, anyone Spanish. Iniesta's not on it. He fucking is because he's won the World Cup and he's won the Euros. Don't come up. He's got the winning goal in the World Cup final. David Villa. Casillas. Sergio Ramos. It's a Premier League one, you douche. What do you oh, mean? Someone in the pre- yeah, I did. I told you it's a Premier League box. Did you? Box. Yeah. I don't so remember. So it's someone it. in the Premier League that's won the World Cup in the Euros. So oh. some, right, okay. Okay, so is oh, it da- David Silva? League. David Silva, yeah. Well done. And that's actually got you a Man City and World Cup one as well, so you've got two on that now. Yeah, before he's, got filled two, he's filled two boxes. But we've already filled the Man City and World Cup. You can one. get as many as you, as many <laughs> as you want. What's the next box down? Wolves. Is Wolves that and it? Tottenham. Yeah, Wolves and Tottenham. Matt Who's Doherty. Played for Wolves yeah. and Tottenham. Great shout. Who's yeah. played for Wolves and City? Some of this might be some really old. This is why it's good for you guys because you obviously know a little bit of the old <coughs> stuff. He don't. He don't know oh, past twenty sixteen. Both, both were over fifty. So can we do Villa and Tottenham? You don't have to do it in order, by the way. You oh, can right, do it okay. in it, Yeah. So um, you can do Villa and Tottenham if you want. So to do Villa that. and Tottenham. Who's played for Villa and Tottenham? Crouch. 
Good show. Thanks. Is Chris going to get involved in this? Or no, what? probably not. Joking, I named the fucking full top row. <laughs> did you fuck? Yeah, I did. did you name who you all are? You just named loads of Spanish players <laughs> that <laughs> weren't in the Prem. I named, because you didn't fucking <laughs> at no, any no, point true. say that this was a Prem that game. True. Right, guys, listen back to this and just put a comment at what time I said this was a Prem box to box. No one's still I, watching at this point. No, no, everyone switched off. Um, who played for Man City and Wolves? Man City and Wolves. Tommy Doyle. Don't know what the fuck that is. He's played for Wolves now. Yeah, but I mean, it's right. Well Great. done. See? Stick it in. See? Didn't know, didn't know who was Fucking though. knowledge is power, boys. Wolves and Euros. So you're probably thinking someone po- Portuguese, maybe? John Moutinho. Ruben Neves. Uh, who's the goalkeeper left? I don't know the answers to these, by the way. I'm literally tapping the same time. So Neves in one. Um, Jose Sa. Jose, no, the one before him. Ru Patricio. Moutinho was right. I'll type in Patricio as well, see if that... Yeah, so that's two. Okay, so who played for Villa and Man City? That's Jack easy, isn't it? Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking Milner. Who played for Villa and won the Euros to complete complete the game? So who played for Villa and won the Euros? Philip Coutinho? Martinez? <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second then. I was thinking about it going, why is that so funny? <laughs> 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 and then it clicked. Uh, Villa, have they had anyone that's... Uh, Euros, you also might think of like Portugal, Spain. They must have a Spanish player. Who was that one that you bummed at the start of this podcast Paul Torres. Torres Paul Torres yeah has he won it mm, probably not because Ben won the Euros I thought you said you had the answers to this game I was going to say no you type them in oh. right right okay right, so right. I'm typing into the box to box now and it gives me tells me if I'm right or not uh, who else then who else won Euros France any French Moussa players Moussa Diaby Steven Gerrard <laughs> I love that Chris is not taking it seriously he's just saying anything Moussa, Moussa Diaby Diaby's not in one no. of them now Tielemans, what's he? Belgium. Belgium, isn't he? Have they won it? Nope. No. Unai Emery. <laughs> John, John Gregory. <laughs> Brian Little. Dion Dublin. Kids out of the some of the players you so, know. So, oh, hang on, what year are we in? 2023. Like so, it's the all time. All time, yeah. So, any player. Italy, Italy, Italy won the last Euros, didn't they? In 2021. Uh, do you know what? I don't really know. Yeah, I'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, they beat England in the final. Oh, Cossage, yeah. yeah. So, okay, that's heartbreaking. Who won it in 2016 then? Germany, and then before that was Spain in 2012, or was it Portugal? I don't know, someone. Fuck knows, I don't know the last one. No? Or struggling? No. Uh, Villa in the Euros. There'll be people, if anyone's watching this in, at this point still, there's probably people shouting out the answers of this. I can't think of any like Portuguese or Spanish player and stuff that they've had where... I'm always thinking like goalkeepers. Oh, <laughs> fucking dickhead. <laughs> Peter, Schme- Peter Schmeichel? Yeah, Denmark. Denmark in 92. So what it does is it gives me the six players that have won the Euros and played for Villa and the one that's given me is Robert Perez. Fuck it. No, that's a great shout. Play like four games. Yeah. But Schmeichel's a good shout. Schmeichel will be on there, I would imagine, yeah. We, we, we tried to do that with naming 100 Premier League goalkeepers. Oh, didn't we? We, did, we that, did it, though. But yeah, then we, I we wasn't going to name 400 <laughs> defenders. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, it was the 4-4-2. Yeah, no. So you had 100 goalkeepers, 400 defenders, 400 midfielders, and 200 strikers. And I know that you explained that really well in the group, and yet he didn't listen again. Because no. you got to defenders and you said 400, and he went, nah, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, so I didn't listen to that bit, but how many times did it, it... Right, we started, we got 40 goalkeepers yeah. in. He fucking turns up and starts naming the goalkeepers we've just fucking listened. I know. Read through the fucking list, mate. <laughs> to be fair, mate, I looked at it, I was like, oh, you're already on 60-something. I was like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Just... But if that was me, I thought, right, they're seeing the rest of this 30, however many, I'll, I'll stay out of it for now, so I don't get in the way. Yeah. That's bit, yeah, but I want to be involved, lads. Anyway, that's the end of this segment. Episode we need one. jingle. Jingle segment out. Episode one, done. 
in the books. Yep. Probably, probably edit most of that segment out. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not a fan of that segment. Was that shit? <laughs> that was a bit dry. That one. Have you got more plan? Have you got more segments planned for the next two? Hopefully not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, Joe, I should have just done. Should just done. Would you rather's again? I mean, that would be. Better, I mean, I'm it? not being funny. A fucking thumb war would have been better than that. A what war? Thumb war. All oh, right, I'll play something else. <laughs> I'd be, up, I'd be up for that. I'd be up for a bit of jousting. <laughs> <when the pod. laughs> Episode right. two. In the books. Ciao. Cheers, Peace. guys.